understand. We won't give you 3,500. Probably what we always give. What it looks like. God's good. You know, I appreciate my son who so honest with his heart. Title of the message today, it's, we're not going to be talking about end times. We're going to be talking about tomorrow. We've got a major problem that has tried to raise its head in the church. And we're all guilty of it, everybody here. The title of the message is, Let's Take a Stand. John spoke Wednesday night, and if you have not heard that, you might grab the podcast on that or however we've got that to come out. He'd done a most excellent job. But he made a comment in it that hit me. Correction, and I've said this before, correction is direction. Now, my responsibility to the body is to give you the word, and in that word always comes always comes correction. I don't care who we are. We all need adjusted. Uh, God's always adjusting. He does it in love, and he does it in such a way he always just tells you the Holy Spirit just Holy Spirit just tells you the truth, tells you the truth, tells you the truth, and finally you see the truth. Kind of like he brought up Travis. Him and Tony just loved Travis, loved Travis. There wasn't nothing wrong with Travis. He just wasn't saved. And he was going to go to hell. And they just loved him, loved him, loved him, loved him, loved him. He left and went to the penitentiary and cut hair a while. Couldn't handle just cutting hair the same style. Come back to get his wild and crazy haircuts in people. And, and an excellent barber on top of that. But they just loved him. Well, how'd they do that? just by loving him. And what happens in the midst of we get all close, we get to listening to things that we shouldn't be listening to. It's amazing how you get close to someone and you'll share things and it becomes gossip. We don't, we don't forgive people and let them be them. We have an opinion about them. And then we get close to people because that's how the devil works. You're not going to listen to anybody talk about somebody that you don't know and don't care about. That, that statement will just be gone. Well, we've got to start making a stand on the people we love. We've got to get to the place if they start bringing up anything about anybody that's not positive or encouraging, we go, you're all quiet because we all do it. Everybody here, I'm included. I can get caught up with the people that I love and close to them, and they have their opinions, and everybody's got their opinions. Like Brad said, we are all different, and we all see things different. But we've got to recognize that not everybody, no matter how close you are, them are right. And if what they're saying is not uplifting and edifying, then we can get ourselves in real trouble because we start. Be they're an influence in our life, are they not? You, you're not going to be influenced by somebody you don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I, I got I got to change that. We we watch the news and we hear 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 and we. If you watch the news, and you become convinced that they're right, that's a wrong influence. We are we are allowed. What what's happening to the church is God's got a God's tried to shut His church down multiple times over the 34 years I've been here. But he's not going to get it accomplished because we're going to raise our head and make a stand. 
we are going to, the Communist Party says, I will take the earth over little bit at a time. And that's what happens in a church. Little bit at a time, you start getting clicks and you start getting groups that come together that talk about the things they shouldn't be talking about instead of talking about the things they should be talking about. And we get influenced and we start getting separated. And that's exactly what the enemy wants is to separate you. He wa that's what COVID did to the world. Look what it did to the world. Now they're talking in again. I don't think it can happen again. I think we've all got smarter than that. They're not going to tell me to put a mask on. But that's me. That's my opinion. Don't be influenced by it too much. But just fact is, we've got to watch what's going on. We've got to recognize. See, an understanding that it's to have a to have a to have a to stand. You've got to have a conviction. You've got to know what you believe about something. You've got to know that you've got to already have in your. You've already. It's already got to be set in your being. If, now, I'm, I'm talking about people that gossip. I'm not talking about any of you. Not at all. I'm talking about the people you're around that gossip. Okay, because you don't non-gossip. You have got to be at a place to where you go, that is not going to happen around me. And you've got to be bold enough to tell them, if you don't have something good to say about John Doe, don't you dare even speak to me. See, if you've, got a, if you've got a real relationship with someone, they'll take that. Because they've been, they've been taught to just forgive and go on. We're all offended when we get, when we get those kind of statements to us. But it's life-shaking for somebody that loves you. For you to say to them, don't talk about them. They'll never do it again. We've got to make a stand individually. As a church, we don't talk about other churches. We build this up to where people want to come to this church because it's nicer than the other church. Christ is nicer than anything you're going to gossip about. Who you really are, the songs we sang, who I, who I really am. I make mistakes in this flesh. I make mistakes in my, my, my thoughts. I make mistakes in my words, just like you do. But that's not who I am. The real me is on the inside, and the real me knows who I am in Christ. And the real me knows that I'm righteous. And the real me knows that I shouldn't gossip. And the real me knows that I should be kind, generous. The word goes on and on, the things that I need to be. We've got to recognize, I've got to, I've got to come to that place that anything other than truth is a distraction from God's purpose in my life. Anything but truth, anything but what this word says is a distraction. John, I don't care. Football is a distraction if you're not careful. And we know this. And I'm not, you're just a football freak. Mike Tyndall. You want me to go around the room? NASA. Space. I, I could sit in there for hours and watch things about space. The new moon, the blue moon that come up, once in years and years and years and years and years for it to come up like it did with Saturn right next to it. Well, you, well Pastor, you get caught up in that? Yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy the fact that, that Elon Musk now has shot, shot up and landed 222 rockets. 
Some here didn't even know that he'd landed the rockets. It's, it's like the old movies where you see where they just land and get out and go around and take off again. That's where we're going. But he's the one that's got to be my most important. Because he's the one that's going to tell me, don't listen to gossip. Don't gossip. Because you know what happens? I get a totally different opinion on everybody in this room if somebody gossips about them to me. I'll never see them again the same. And who's at fault? The person that did it? Of course. But no, the person that listened. You're responsible for you. You're not responsible for the gossip. God's taking care of the gossips. We've had many gossips that have come through this body over the 34 years I've been here. There's only a couple left. Are we guilty? Yeah, yeah, to a degree. I, I got caught up in, in stuff in my life, and I get caught up in stuff in my life. But I, I, I'm trying to help you not reap what you sow. Because I'm telling you, whoever is gossiping in this building right now, you will destruct your own self. Because it's not uplifting. The Bible tells us it's not what we're... It only brings us back to the problem of being a person. <laughs> I know who I am in Christ, but do I really know who I am in Christ? Because if I really knew who I am in Christ, I would be walking better, I'd be living better, I would be talking better about people, I would be dealing with problems better. I, I've got a bunch of improvement that's got to go on. But the only way I'm going to get it is to be around people that's going to encourage me. People that's going to lift me up. People that's going to hold my arms up. People that's going to be there when things are bad. People that are going to say good things about me when I don't hear them. They're going to talk, Pastor did really good. Yeah, but he, he, but he, but he don't you dare do that to me. But you know so-and-so? Yeah, but don't you dare tell me about that. Well, you know who so-and-so, what, what so-and-so's doing? Don't you dare. Click. Now it's click. Amazing how it used to be. Now it's click. Turn the volume on. Turn the it's amazing what's in there. We have got to recognize that this can be in your it can be in your phone also. I'm going to have to start making forty some trips back and forth to Cape. And I had Neil. Some of you, many of you, already have it. Put it on your phone so a Bluetooth pick it up in my car, and first thing I put in was this translation right here so I could listen to it going down. Second thing I put in was a book I'm getting ready to read. Third thing was a book I'm getting ready to read. Fourth thing, I got four books that I'm going to get read and let this thing play between when I get tired of listening to the book. Why? Because I got I to gotta have the truth in me. Listen, guys, it's all about Jesus. It's not about you. It's not about me. See, that's the problem. The Bible tells me plainly we will become lovers. Of, he didn't say the world will become lovers of self. They already are. Their influence is making you and I lovers of self. So we feel like we can judge everybody, young and old, 
about how they look and what they do and what they are and how they dress and how they talk and when they come to church and when they don't and how they raise their kids and how they live and how there's trash in their yard and how there's not trash in their yard. We get to judge all that because we love how self is. And we want self. Everybody here to be like me. We'd be in trouble. One of the things, been seeing Donna for just a week over a year now. And one of the things that I tell her all the time, Donna, I love that you're you. You be you. I don't want somebody else. I want her to be her. I want Stan to be Stan. Stan pulled up this morning, <laughs> almost beat me. You beat Neil. 6.30, he pulled up. Well, well, how come he got? Because this is part of his heart. Why is it part of his heart? He said, well, I just fell out of bed. I thought I'd just get on to church. He didn't wait till the last minute to show up. He got here and got involved. Why? Because this is the truth. And he wants to be around people that are, that are speaking truth. And he wants to hear about the, the sports from from. Mike that's taking care of the coffee shop and, and he wants to socialize with those that are in there about things. Why? Because there's limited gossip. There is still gossip, but there's limited gossip when you get in the church. You feel a little guiltier when you, when you do start gossiping in the church. But it's supposed to be that way everywhere you go, folks, everywhere. You know, the, the, part of the problem, part of the problem is that we don't, we don't recognize that Je Think about Jesus. Think about what he went through on his walk here. Criticized, 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 judged, judged, judged. Find it to the place where the religious community, us, the church, put him on the cross. Did you hear me? They could not have done that unless there was gossip involved. The leaders told the other ones, he's no good, he's toxic, he's bad, don't, don't get, let's get rid of him. And what did they finally do? Instead of not judging him and listening to what he had to say, they put him on the cross. But you know what? Not one time did he come back against them. He did not come back. You know, we're so bad. <laughs> we're so bad at when we get offended. You know, Lots of times we can deal with our own straight-to-us offense, but we love to hear gossip, and then we get offended at the person that they're talking about and take carry that offense. And then that offense is something you don't know anything about except second, third, fourth, fifth generation words that are nothing but gossip. God, you are you you're, you're really all... You're, everybody's sitting like this. Greg. Greg, put his hands down. But it's the truth, where we're at and what's going on. Everybody knows the scripture where the culprit's at. Ephesians 4.29 in New King James says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearer. Now, wouldn't it be wise, if, if it says that about what we say, wouldn't it be wise to do the same thing in reverse and not hear it? Purpose, just not to hear it? Make a stand, not to hear it? If everybody here 
would just go just like this when it starts, or, excuse me, click, turn them off. It would change the church. It would change the church. It would change everything about the church. As a matter of fact, you would have to stand in line to get in here. It's amazing how the salty dog has more people than we do. Go by there. Their parking lot's crammed seven days a week. But people, many people only come here out of religious regions. Well, I got to go to church. Well, I got to go to church. No, you don't got to go to church. You want to come to church. You want to be around people that's going to lift you up and, and edify you. But if they're not doing that, you don't want to go to church. Don't, don't, get, don't get heavy on me. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you a direction. We have got to stop this or this church will fold. You know, this is not just one little bitty building. And I'm not after numbers, but, but we have to have so many people going through to keep everything going. Or this will be a storage building for somebody. You say, well, pastor? No, I'm just trying. It, it's the truth. I mean, there was a time, some of you know this, there was a time where we had 500 seats in here and there was 450 of them every service. Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Well, it's a different world. no. Oh, yeah, it's a different world. COVID and selfishness has just destroyed it. But we're not going to let it happen. We've got to make a stand. And I'm telling you what, gossip has been, in this church alone, gossip has been the biggest thing. We've had big major things go on, but if gossip hadn't got in the middle of it, it wouldn't have affected very many lives. But it did. And many, many, many are not even going to church anymore. Because of it, because of the hurt. Proverbs 20, verse 19 says, A gossip goes around telling secrets. So don't hang around. This is a New Living Translation. A gossip goes around telling secrets. So don't hang around with chatterers. Don't listen to it. But isn't it amazing when you hear something that you, you know it's about somebody and you just want to pull towards it? I won't tell nobody. Then you tell another person that you're close to, I won't tell anybody either. And I won't tell anybody. And then pretty soon everybody knows what you're not supposed to even be talking about. When you're second hand, third hand, fourth hand, fifth hand, sixth hand, and you don't really know what happened and you only heard one side of the story. Counseling is that way. There's one side, there's the other side, then there's what God knows is exactly the side. But gossip can destroy all of us. Proverbs 10.20 says, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Whoever guards his ears from listening to that keeps his... I, 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 there's a... There's a I, oh, man. There was like 900 scriptures on hearing. You're hearing. Those with an ear hear. You keep hearing the word for faith. And it, the list goes on and on. But I wanted to bring up the ones that are causing the problem. Proverbs 18, 20. Where words satisfy like a meal, it says. Right words. When you listen to the right things, when you listen to those things, you, you, you come to that place, listen, you come to that place of victory. 
when you when you when you're around someone that's edifying and building up. How many know Jerry Seavers? She comes up in my heart so much. Neil got to go over and play at a youth rally for for her. She is 70, what she tell me, 75, 76 years old and has a huge group of children that she ministers to every day of the week now in her building that the town built for her. And if you've ever been around her, you you just feel wonderful. When she leaves, it's just like, I can I I got victory. That that woman's got me wound up. Well, why? Because all she does is talks positive, builds up, and talks about Jesus. She's got a group called Jesus Cats. Neil, are you within range of telling me how many was at the how many kids were there? Sixty plus kids that Neil got to play for. All because of encouragement and truth. Not gossip. You can't have sixty plus kids with gossip in one arena. It's got to be truth. It's got to be truth. It's got to be truth. And we've got to be the people that listen to it. Hebrews 4.12 tells us what the Word does. It's alive and active. It divides our thoughts and our tents, our intents. So if you're listening to this and you're getting this in from other people and from the Word, then it's going to divide your, your thoughts and your intents. Words were spoken to me what directed me to adjust my life and multiple things in my life. This is the answer. Chris... Chris got news from the appellate court yesterday, and he called me, and he said, Dad, I got, I, got, I got the letter from the appellate court on my decision. And he said, I can't open it yet. He called back an hour later. He said, you, you still praying? I, I, I know I got to open it. He finally called back and said, I opened it, Dad. And instead of being down because they denied it, he was preaching to me. Words. Now, what did I want to do? I wanted to make the statement like they're all like. All the lawyers do the same things. I can't do that. The truth is, God knows. The truth is, he's already told Chris that he'll be out on his own two feet. The truth is, he's already, he told him two months after he was arrested over 14 years ago. But he will be set free. And he stands on that. So do you take gossip to him about somebody? No, you give him the truth. He give me the truth. I give it back to him. And then the, the lady, Debbie Rushing from Pinyville, that's been seeing him for over 10 years now, got a job up there just to, three times a week goes and sees him. What a blessing she's been. You know, she, she turned right around within the hour and sent me scripture on standing strong. That's, that's church. That's how we've got... But, but folks, listen. If you don't make a stand, you're going to get devoured by the culprit. You're going to get devoured by those that should not be speaking what they speak. You're going to get devoured by the things that you don't need to be listening to. God's got the answer. Psalms 119 verse 50 says, This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. Colossians 4, 6, 4, 6 says, Let your... Conversations be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. If I listen to gossip, I will not have the right answers. I have, I, Ron Coleman, has got to say, shut up. 
I love you, but don't you dare talk about my brother in Christ, my sister in Christ. I love you, but don't you dare talk about that church down the road. I love you, but don't you talk about anybody. I don't care if they're a heathen. Let God have them. He'll take care of them. He'll get them. He knows who's going to come, and he knows who's going to go already. Our place is to love them, love them, love them. Proverbs twenty-two seventeen. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. Proverbs twenty-three nineteen. Hear, my son, and I will guide you. I will guide your heart in the in the way. Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. Do not take the heart of every. Do not take to heart everything people say. Let you, let you hear your, least you hear your servant cursing you. In other words, don't walk around and listen to other people's conversations because you may not want to hear what you heard. I can't tell you the times that I have walked in, walked upon, stood in line at Walmart and heard things about me. They didn't know who I was, but they were letting me have it. I, I can't tell you the things I recall during Chris's situation on TV and everything. You can't take that in. You've got, to, you, you can't, you've got to go, no. I heard it, but that's not me. I heard it, but they don't know what they're talking about. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to push it away. You've got to bring it to that place of recognizing. Over and over and over, the Bible says, he who has an ear, hear. Let him hear. We have got a choice. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging all of you. You've all got a choice. If you know a gossip, get away. If you know a gossip you love and you can't get away, put your hands up. Stop them. Help them. The Spirit of God will help you do this and give you the strength to go, but I'll offend them. No, they're offending you. And they're hurting the people they're talking about because you'll never see that person the same. We've got to come to the place as a church to go, no, I'm believing the best. I'm going on. God's big enough to take care of that problem. Isn't he? I mean, the James Webb telescope is showing us that we're not alone. This solar system, thousands of light years across. Light years? Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. How many seconds is in a year? How long will it take to get across? Over a thousand. In our little solar system, and there's over a trillion solar systems. We're not by ourselves. God's got all kinds of stuff going on. Now, there may not be no people on them, but who are we to know that? He didn't say anything in the Bible about it. But our place is to take care of the ones right here, inside this room, the ones that come, the ones that don't come, the ones that you know that should be here. You don't talk about them. You love them back. You love them back. You, you just, you call them, you text them, you, you encourage them. You don't, you don't have to say to them, I wish you'd come back to church. Just check on them, see how they're doing. And they'll see the loves there. And what's it say in the Bible? You're drawn to Christ by his goodness. That's all. It doesn't say I'm, you're drawn to Christ by beating him with the Bible. 
It says by, your, by his goodness, and his goodness is inside each and every one of you. Guys, let's come on up. Let's close out. God has got this, folks. You all hear me? Yeah, I know you've all been quiet today, but God has got this. Do something for me, and you'll know to do it. When someone starts talking about somebody else in this body, and let them know, how dare you? Right or wrong? Because there are things that are going on wrong everywhere. But that doesn't give us the right to talk about it when you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Let's all practice. Ready? On the count of three, put your hands up. One, two, three. Oh, look at that. Let, let, let's do it again. Ready? One, two, three, go. I'll test you. This church is terrible. You better get your hands up. See, God's got this. He's going to take care of this. Let's close out with a song and just let God have the whole situation in our life. Hallelujah. I love messages like this. Some of you guys are going to go spend the day with family and you'll get a chance to uh, use this today. And Jesus said, he who hears my words and puts them into practice is like a wise man that builds his house on a solid rock. The storms are going to come, the wind's going to come, the rain's going to come, but it's not going to harm you because you've built it on a firm foundation. Amen. I appreciate a message like this, and I appreciate our pastor for standing up here and giving us the truth. Amen, church? Because the truth is going to set us free, and that's the only thing. That is the only thing that's going to set us free. This last song we're going to go out with, it's called, That's the Power. There's power in the name of Jesus. Did you know the only name that you can be saved by is Jesus? That's how much power is in that name. There's a line in here, this song that is one of my favorite lines that I've ever sang. It says, it's powerful. <laughs> it says, your power is dangerous to the enemy's camp. Not my power, not Lisa's power, not Ashley's, not pastor's, his power. There's power in the name of Jesus, and it will set you free. Amen. Amen. So I hope you take this word that we heard today to heart, because I think it's very timely. Shackles right off my feet. 
Call you blessed. We'll be up front if you need prayer for anything. <laughs> 